0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcast.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Uh, good evening, how about everyone as well? As uh, we all know that tomorrow is uh, uh, a fast day, so I just wanted to go over some quick uh, halachic uh, questions, concerns, and uh, issues that come up on a fast day. So the first thing we should be aware of is the is if one wants to eat tomorrow morning before the fast. So in the Shulchan Aruch it writes, if a person wants to go to bed the night before a fast and wake up in the morning before the start of the fast, he has to make what's known as a tonight. The tonight basically stipulates, either he says it verbally or for sure he thinks it, that when he goes to bed this evening, he does not want to start the fast. He wants to get up in the morning and eat before the fast. The Shulchan Aruch rules if one did not make this stipulation before they go to bed, they are not permitted not to eat or not to drink. The Ramah takes a slightly more lenient approach. He holds one would be allowed to drink but not eat. And nonetheless, the Mishnaburah rules that it's always better to make a condition even if you follow the Ramah. Therefore, <coughs> for those who plan on waking up tomorrow morning before the start of the fast, when you go to bed this evening, please have in mind, have in mind that you don't want to start the fast by going to bed and you have full intention of waking up in the morning. Even if you don't wake up in the morning, there's nothing to, there's nothing to lose by making that tonight. So even if you have only a small possibility or a small chance that you might want to wake up in the morning and have something to drink or eat, it's worthwhile to make the tonight, especially if you uh, follow the Shulchan Aruch. but even if you follow the Ramah, it's definitely better and preferred that you make this stipulation. When exactly does the fast start tomorrow morning? This is a very, very complex question. It has to do with a lot of different factors. But just very, very quickly, there's a question of how to calculate the start of the fast. We know for sure the fast starts at Aloysia Shachar. The only complicated part is when exactly is Aloysia Shachar. So the simple reading of the Gemara, the Gemara says that Aloysia Shachar starts 4 mil before Hanait Sahama. So if you figure out when Hanayi is, and you figure out what 4 mil is, you should be able to calculate that answer. So there are two ways of figuring it out. One way that has been the classical way for some time is assuming that a mil is 18 minutes. So 18 times 4 would take us to 72 minutes. So you look at Hanayi Tzacham, and you calculate backwards 72 minutes, and that takes you to Aloy Shah. If you follow that calculation, it takes you to something around 607, 608 in the morning. Here in the shul, we do not use that estimation. We use the, what has what seemed to be more correct is the degrees calculation, which means that when the Gemara says that shki, that the, the time is four mil between Aloysius and Anaytse that doesn't mean every single day. That meant on a perfect average day around springtime in either Eretz Israel or Bava, which doesn't help us too much over here in the winter in uh, America. Therefore, the way it has been assumed is that we look at the degrees of the sun, of the sun. What was the degrees of the sun on that day in Eretz Yisrael when it was between alois hashachar in a perfect day? And then we'll calculate it back over here. So the assumption is there's different opinions. The more commonly used way in America is 16.1 degrees below the horizon. And if you calculate 16 degrees below the horizon 16.1 degrees below the horizon as alois shachar, that would take us to approximately I think 5:52, which is what we have posted for us in the shul. Uh, I believe that's the more correct way because this way Eloy shachar is not set. This way Eloy shachar changes from location to location, from place to place, from day to day, as opposed to being this locked in 72 minutes all the time. Maisha Feinstein had a different opinion, actually, of how to calculate Elisa shachar, And this is, I believe, what they use in MTJ, is 18 degrees, which is much earlier. It's 541. So, again, here in the Shul, we, we go with the 16.1 degrees. We do not use the 72-minute... Opinion. And over here, it's important to note that here, if you're going to use the, the degrees, it's going to come out to be a khumrah. Because if you use the degrees, so then the, far, the fast starts uh, you know, significantly earlier than if you use the time. So we definitely urge everyone to use the degrees, that's perhaps the more correct, and not use the other listed Smanim in other locations. Now, if a person really wants to have a full-blown breakfast tomorrow morning, then it's not enough just to make it tonight. It's He would have to start that breakfast within a half, more than a half an hour before Allah is We have a halakha that you're not allowed to have a suda within a half an hour of Allah is because we're afraid you may forget. We're afraid you may forget and you end up forgetting to da'vin. However... So therefore, if a person does want to get up and have a, a big breakfast tomorrow morning with, let's say, any form of pas or even heavy duty milk, a uh, heavy duty it's very possible he should start that half an hour before. However, if a person just wants to get up and have a cup of coffee, <coughs> a cookie or a rugula, then he doesn't have to wake up within a half an hour before. There are some paiskim that even hold that even though normally on a regular day you're not allowed to eat a big meal within a half an hour before alois shachah, but this tomorrow it's not a problem because tomorrow there's no chash that you'll get so caught up in the meal you'll forget to daven because you know you're not allowed to eat after Eloisei Shach. But nonetheless, if you do plan on getting up tomorrow morning, you want to have a bagel or you want to have a challah roll, you want to have a serious meal, you should try to do it within a half an hour, with more than a half an hour before Eloisei Shach, which is more than a half an hour before 5.52. Some of the common questions that come up on a fast day that I just want to run through very quickly are, Is um, who has to fast So assuming everyone is healthy Then both men and women are obligated to fast Obviously if a person has a medical condition That does not allow them to fast Obviously speak it over with the doctor And then we could discuss it from a halachic standpoint Where you stand on fasting the accepted practice, at least in the Litzvisha circles, are that women, unless they're nursing or pregnant, they do fast or have other, other medical conditions. But generally speaking, women do fast. In the Hasidic circles, it's the HVH, depends which circles you run in, but many have a tradition that in the Hasidic circles that any woman who's of the age to have children, who's still having children, even if she's not pregnant or nursing, she still will not fast. But again, that's not so much the accepted practice in the, in the, uh, the Litzvisha world. The question often comes up on a fast day about taking a couple of t- Advils or Tylenol for a migraine. So the answer is yes, that may be taken, even with a little bit of water, if uh, that will help ease one's fast. Also, the question comes up about brushing one's teeth or using mouthwash. So many skims say it is permitted. Some say only use it if you're in, in, in very uncomfortable. But again, if a person feels the need to, and he keeps his head down when he washes the mouthwash and the and the and the the mouthwash or the Listerine or the or the um, toothpaste that is also okay. Um, there is a chumrah that is quoted by the Ber Halacha, not in Hilchas Tainus but actually in Hilchas Three Weeks, where he quotes a primogadem. Where the primogadem had a chumrah that we treat shiva, that we treat our b'tevis like we would the nine days, since it's the haschalta, it's the beginning of the korban. Even though the korban didn't happen for some time, but it's since it's the beginning, so there's a, a chumrah from the primogadem that we don't that a person should not, um, do anything that he's not allowed to do during the nine days. If that's the case, so then tomorrow many people should try to refrain from shaving or showering or going swimming if you're on vacation, or maybe even for purchasing things or listening to music. That is a khumra. It's not accepted by all achrainim, but it is definitely brought down by the Berhalacha in Hilchas. Uh, uh, so definitely is something to consider as a chomreft, as a need Maybe there is room to be lenient But again, if all bets are equal It would be better to uh, stay away from those things Even though normally on a regular tannis We do allow those things We do allow uh, washing and showering. But this tinness might be unique Because it is the beginning of the Chorban And that's why we are a little bit more uh, A little bit more machmer um, that's basically some of the halachas that one needs to know before the onset of the fast. Um, again, if a person has a medical condition that doesn't allow them to fast, they obviously should not be strict on this and put their life in risk. If someone's on medication, again, discuss with doctors what you shouldn't, shouldn't do. But if it's just medication that you can take with a little bit of water, that would also be that would be permitted, and that does not present any halachic issues um, uh, on the on the on the fast day. Okay, wishing everyone a meaningful. And a, as easy as can be, but more than anything, a productive fast day, the Rambam writes that the purpose of a fast day is not just to go hungry. The purpose of a fast day is to do introspection, to do tshuva, to consider what the status of our life is and see we're still in Chorban. Things haven't gotten any better. It's really a day of of of, of thinking and, and doing chuva. not so much about not eating and, and not drinking. But nonetheless, we should try to use these these fast days as much as we can, and try to get as much as we can out of them. And Mezuzah Mitzvotar Kolis Baruchu, as the Gemara tells us, will turn these fast days into happy days when Mashiach will come. Mezuzah Mitzvotar, we should be zeiched to see all these days turn into Yimei Simcha with the arrival of Mashiach Ben-Hera. Have a wonderful evening.